You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Welcome to the Extra Magic Hour. We're brought to you by Walt's Apartment Podcast and Getaway Today. We'll be your host on this magical journey into the Disney parks. It's a perfect gig for us because we love to talk about Disney. Is everyone ready? We're ready when you are, CB. The Extra Magic Hour. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Extra Magic Hour. We're Disney Parks Podcast brought to you by Walt's Apartment Podcast and <laughs> the Disney Insider. I'm Sean, and I'm so happy to be joined by my two awesome co-hosts here tonight. We have Brianna. How are you doing tonight? Hey, I'm doing good. Happy New Year to you. Did you have a good New Year and a good Christmas? Uh, yeah, Christmas was good. Uh, my family celebrated a little late, but we had a good Christmas and a good New Year. Perfect. And then we have Sam. How are you doing tonight, Sam? I am good. I'm a little sleepy, but okay. it's still it's still worth it to be here with my favorite peeps. Well, Happy New Year to you, and you had a good Christmas as well? Yes. Again, just like Brianna, a little yeah. bit delayed, but... Yeah, that's okay. No, it was yeah. If Christmas here was cool, we had a white Christmas, which was kind of cool. Um, it's like the first white Christmas here in like uh, I want to say like twenty something or since like the eighties or something. I don't know. It was a really long time ago, but it was cool. Um, not driving home in the snow kind of sucked, but because I'm not, I'm not used to it because I'm not from where you guys are. So, but uh, yeah. So, like I said, we're at Disney Parks podcast. We're going to cover all things Disney parks. Um, going to try to maybe come up with some new features this year. Some new, uh, some new. Uh, guests some different features we're going to work on so um let's get into it we're going to talk about uh brianna like we always do tell us about the marvel tribe what is the marvel tribe uh the marvel tribe is the fastest growing um marvel podcast on the internet uh uh, so you can check us out every other monday and we will be talking all things marvel um we're kind of hitting that lull period for Marvel on Disney Plus, so we're gonna have to start getting creative. But yep. our first episode will be Monday after you listen to this, and we will be going over probably Spider Man and the rest of the um, Hawkeye Hawkeye shows that we yep. did not get to. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to it, and we're trying to have a guest on for you guys this Sunday, so we'll see what mm-hmm. happens there as well. So we'll we'll try to figure that out. Um, Force Friday is our Star Wars podcast that um, features all things Star Wars, starring Amber and Jade. It is they there will, when you need it. It is there when you need it, and we're going to need it soon because Boba Fett has started. And have you guys watched Boba Fett? I have not yet. It's, I it's, haven't either. I, I watched the first episode and part of the second one. It's really, really good. It's it's a it's a lot of fun. And being a kid that was like that age in the eighties to to see how they tie in what happened to to Boba Fett. Now it's it's the coolest. Don't thing. spoil it. Well, if you, it's been a week already. Listen, <laughs> I'm busy. Okay, that's fine. So let's get in. Uh, then we have our other show. Oh, what's our other show? This one, and then we have yeah. This is going to be a kind of a shit show because it's the first year. <laughs> it's the first podcast of the new year, and we're just kind of uh, we're we're getting our. It's, we had two weeks off, and we're just yeah. Let's go. But um. What's the other show? The other show is the live stream. Check it out every Wednesday night on Facebook at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. 
Or you bring okay, I thought office. you were joking that you forgot what the other show No, was. I really did. I thought about it for a second. Like, wait, a, wait a second. We have a, there's another one. I know suspense. there's another one. I know there's another one. So when you're hearing this, you all would have already heard our live stream, which was this week, which we welcomed Lisa from Walt's Chili Bowl and uh, had a great time with her. So let's get on to this week's episode of Extra Magic Hour. Let's talk about some Disney Parks news first off. And I took a bunch of notes because um, – what I want to go over with basically what's what's going to be happening in the parks for the year of 2022. It's the new year, new things are coming. They kind of we already know all these things, but kind of a timeline of here of what we, of when we think that was when they're going to happen. Um, usually nothing. Some things happen usually January, February. Nothing actually is happening. Then the first major thing happening for the parks this year is March 1st, which is the opening of the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. 100 rooms at $5,000 a night for, 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 for two couples. Um, yeah, you do the math. That's, it's, it's good business. Um, has gotten a lot of, um, back and forth criticism on this that people say it doesn't look like it's as cool as it should be. It's going to be worth what it's supposed to be. But if I had the money lying around, I would pay it. I, I don't know what you guys think about that. Sam, would you, would you pay that money if you had 5k just there for you and Mike to go, to go check this out or would no. you take Mike? You wouldn't, you wouldn't go at all, just you wouldn't take Mike? <laughs> no to both. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> all right, that's fair. Um, Sorry, so just, Mike. <laughs> just not because, because, because obviously you hate Star Wars. We've established this. No, it's not that shows. I hate Star Wars. It's just that I could do so much more in the parks with that money. Like, that's true. I could buy so many lounge fly bags and that's fair. mini ears and eat so many churros and buy so many drinks around the world. And only pay twenty bucks to ride Rise of Resistance, which is basically the same thing as the hotel. So I mean, I mean, it kind of sounds like a no brainer. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I if could I had keep it, at I a bus stop and be fine if I'm on property. Yeah, if I had it, I would do it because I think it would just be fun. Because I, I mean, I am a big Star Wars fan, not as much as I am Marvel or the parks, obviously, but I'm. I've always liked Star Wars. I used to pretend I was Han Solo when I was in elementary school, you know, so that was cool. I think my issue with it is going to be like the longevity. Like, is it going to continue to make a profit? Yeah. And that's what they're, they're worried about. They said, this will be the thing. This will, this will be a, like a a measuring stick for, they call it a themed entertainment for years to come. If they want to do Mm -hmm. this with, with other things. So Brianna, would you spend it? I, don't know. I think I fully need to see real reviews from people that are there mm-hmm. first. Um, like, like someone that's, you know, not, I don't want to say fully non-biased, but, you know, someone that's a decent Star Wars fan that's going in for the experience and can give you a good review. Right. Because I would <clears> not pay. <throat> I fully right now, not knowing, I can't say that I could put $5,000 down and just sure. go. But if I started hearing good reviews, I I would be willing to spend the money. From what I've heard, they're doing they're uh, they're doing get they're doing uh, cast member like previews this mm-hmm. month, and then February is, is going to be a few media you know news outlets are going to have the opportunity to 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 get in there. So hope I think what they're doing is hoping that that will actually kind of jumpstart this because it does not have. I, I they should the- invite us. Yeah, because, you know, they they want they need us to tell our audience, our listeners, what the experience is like. So Disney Parks, if you're listening, if you're listening, I've never been to Hollywood Studios. Uh, Bob Chapik, just remember, I defend you, brother. So, I mean, (laughs) hook us up. Let's go. Bob Chapek. 
We grew up in the same hometown. I actually <laughs> looked up, I'm not going to lie, when I had that rant a few weeks ago on the, the live stream, I, I actually looked up Bob Chaddick's email address. And I was going to email him and say, look, man, you really need to be on. I really don't think he would answer, but I mean, I could try, but you know. Well, I don't, why wouldn't he? He's answered oh, me. Try. Oh, has he? Yes, get, us he, us some, he. get us some freaking tickets then. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> if he's answered you, let's go. But um, yeah, I, 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 this looks cool. It's a great idea. I know it got a lot of crap from the um, from the preview that was on the Disney on the Dis, on the Disneyland the Walt Disney World Disneyland show, like on Thanksgiving and Christmas. They did not people did not like the preview of it, but we'll see. I'm excited to see what happens with it because it can change the world. I think of of pretty much any kind of entertainment for sure. That is like full immersion. Right. Right. And we know Disney does immersion better than anybody. But the thing is, how much immersion can people in today's century take? I'm trying to figure out something here. 5,000 5, times 100. So 5 million or is it 500,000? It's 5 million, 500. right? 5,000 times 100 would be 500,000. Okay. No, 5,000. Wait, 5,000 5, times 100. 100. Yeah. That's 5, five million. No, it would be, oh my gosh. My yeah, 500. Sam, you're the teacher. <laughs> Let's do this. Math is hard. <laughs> Why? Oh my gosh. And this damn calculator what? I have, you just keep trying to clear it and it just keeps doing other things. Why do we not know yeah, this? Yeah, 500,000. Like, yeah. I don't know why that was so hard for Half a million dollars a day is what they'll make because the room, <laughs> from what I've heard, it has 100 rooms in it. So, come on. That's that's good business. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for the lot. first year. And then everybody who can afford to stay has already stayed. And then nobody's going to be able to afford to stay after that. Yeah, it's, it's possible. I mean, like I said, I would try it. If, if I had the money just lying around, I would try it because I think it'd be interesting to find out. But I agree with both of you, too, about trying to see what other people think. So moving on to the next thing happening this year. Um, in March, not an exact date, but uh, Mickey's Toontown and uh, Disneyland will shut down for at least uh, nine months. At least they're not saying for sure when, but they're doing that because they're retheming the the, the land and they're doing their stuff to bring in the runaway railway. So have you, you have you both done that or have either one of you done the runaway railway? I've done Brian has. Yeah. Is it worth it? Oh yeah, it's a good ride. I've it's a it's fun cool. ride. Heard, it's a good family it's ride. Really cool. yeah. It's cute. It, it's got a lot of fun effects. Um it'll be a great addition to Toontown and I'm really excited for an updated Toontown because it is my pretty much my only childhood memory of Disneyland. So yeah, and it's like, it's 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 the one that needs some love, and I'm glad it's finally yeah. getting love. And I, and I love the idea. <clears throat> We've talked about before what they're going to do. They're going to put like a a bigger park area in there so people can just sit and relax, and they're going to have fountains, interactive fountains, and stuff like that. I think it's going to be really really cool, and I'm looking forward to that. Sam, any thoughts on that? Since I don't know if you haven't been to Disneyland, so any thoughts? Um, no, but I do know that it has been long awaited, and I'm sure what they do with it will be better than just leaving it stuck kind of where it's been. Right. And like I said, that's the one place at Disneyland. I'm sure Brianna could agree that could use some love besides Tomorrowland, oh, yeah. you know, because yeah. Tomorrowland is oh, always, yeah. could always use love. And that could be a whole, we could have three episodes just about Tomorrowland. And we might do that <laughs> when we get run out of stuff to talk about, about what we would like to do with Tomorrowland, because I don't know what Tomorrowland is in Florida, but at Disneyland, it is. Yeah. Hesse yeah, Mountain. That's it. You know, that, I was you know. like Tomorrowland and Florida. I like better. 
but I've it definitely still could use some love. But I was like, Tomorrowland and Disneyland, I'm just like, half the time I won't even go over there. <laughs> like, I'm right. like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> like, I don't need to be over there. And then, um, any more comments on Toontown, Sam? Okay. Uh, March, March 6th, March 6th. Uh, starting celebration of Disneyland Paris celebration. Um, it actually their their 30th anniversary is on April 6th, but they're starting one month early. Huge things happening. A lot of stuff's actually happening at, at, in in Paris too. That was that I think is going to be pretty cool. But then the celebration will start for them in uh, in uh, March March 6th for that. So yeah. Um, then in the spring, not really estimated when in spring that it might be, but. Um, we're looking at uh, the estimated return of uh, Main Street Electrical Parade for the like umpteenth time in at uh, Disneyland, World of Color at Disneyland, uh, Disneyland Forever Fireworks, and Fantasmic all returning in springtime, which they're saying is going to be late March, which is probably going to be like spring break, like the probably like the last couple of weeks of, of March when ticket prices go up and are, it's all filled up already now. So it's cool to see all that stuff coming back finally. And, all, and they also said that. Fantasmic out at in Hollywood Studios will be returned around the same time with new, uh, I guess a new show segment featuring like Aladdin and some other different stuff that wasn't there before. So it should be exciting. Thoughts on that? Anyone? Um, I've never seen Disneyland Forever, but I've heard it's great. It's so so I am so really excited to see it. I love Fantasmic. Um, and every time I walk by there, the last few times I've been at Disneyland where I just know it's not running, I'm just like, yeah, it's sad. <laughs> When we were there in October, they actually had, they, um, well, for World of Color, the, the 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 water was gone completely. From there was no water in the in, in the pond or the pond, whatever you want to lake or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was empty. And then in the Rivers of America at Disneyland, you could see I, there they I don't know how they do it, but they can actually close off part of it to where they can get to work on the stuff and have the river just go around it. Still, they just close <laughs> off like a ten by fifteen foot section. People can just stand there and work, and the water's just running right by them. So I don't know how they do it, but it's pretty cool. They shut it off completely. But they hired some beavers, and they made they did it. something. They <laughs> dammed it up really well. But yeah. Yeah, so all those things. I'm looking, I mean, Electrical Parade, I love it. I love it as a kid. I've always loved it. Um, you guys like Electrical Parade? I've never Night seen Letter. it. Never I like, s- I've never seen Electrical Parade, but I do love Paint the Night dearly. So. Yeah. I've seen videos, and I really like Electrical Parade. Yeah. I think the perfect mashup would be someday is they if they could mix them both together. Uh, a little bit of old school, a little bit of new school, just like in the movie Drumline where they put the, you know, they do everything together and <laughs> mix it up. But yeah, I think it'd be fun to see both of them. But Paint the Night's amazing. It's so cool. I'd, I'm shocked to not see like that coming back anywhere. I, I I don't know why they wouldn't bring that back. Or even Magic Happens, which only ran for two months at Disneyland. Before. Yeah. No, I don't even know if it was two months. I think it was I, not even a month. I swear I just saw like people going for it and then everything was shut down. Like yeah, I, I, uh, I want to say yeah, it I opened did not like, get a... end of February of 2020. And then it was yeah. closed. The parks closed at like the 17th. So yeah, it was three weeks. <laughs> Very cool parade too, though. Very cool. A lot of money spent on it. And who was the guy that did it all? The the choreographer, not the, the singer. And yeah, I don't know. No. I got to open my thing back up here. Sorry. <laughs> Um, next thing coming up here in the summertime. <clears throat> so there are, there's going to be an Avengers campus that's being built also in, um, in Paris at the Walt, at the, is it, is it Walt Disney studios there in Paris? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. They're building a web there and, um, studios there. Yeah. They're building a new Avengers campus, kind of like with the same thing that is at, in, in California, 
except the fact that um, they're going to have web slingers, but there's no um, Toy Story Mania ride anywhere in Paris. So they're going to have that first idea of moving your hands really fast to get really no reward. But I mean, but it's <laughs> web slingers was cool. I thought it was fun. I, it was very tiring. It was. Very oh my gosh. Yeah. My arms are so sore after it. I was like, maybe I should start working out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, my but, grandson, um... yeah. My grandson had the, the uh, Iron Man repulsor. So he's just sitting there pushing a button, just doing his thing, you know, and didn't, didn't need anything. So <laughs> it worked for him. But uh, also their rock and roller coaster is being transformed into a Iron Man roller coaster. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, God. and there's and uh how do we get that right i i i don't think i think because of all that licensing crap it can't happen in florida it can't be iron when, man uh, i don't know i don't yeah. know what is where i know there's that whole Mississippi yeah. river yeah thing. i don't know what can actually be down there because because you can have you can have um well, Guardians of the Galaxy there because that's coming up too, you know. But mm-hmm. I don't know why some t- properties you can't because I know Hulk is at Universal there, right? Yeah, yeah. So that that's the issue is because of where Universal is. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Iron Man, Iron Man is one of my favorites. So I think that'd be a cool, cool idea for a roller coaster. And I've heard rock, rock and roller coaster is pretty cool, right? It it's okay. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's fine. Does it go I, upside down I, a lot or something? It does have some inversions. Um, I gotta say, Brianna, no one can see us recording right now. You look very comfortable. I like, am on my couch right now, and I tried to and I tried to sit like so I could face you, but I cannot. Like, well, you don't I have was to. It's playing fine. It's fine. with my four my four nieces and nephews today, and I like hurt. Just imagine Brianna like straight off to the side of the screen, just kind of chilling. Just I'm like, hey, very what's slack up? right now. <laughs> I well, know I was like, I can't. I know. I'm like, I'm gonna have, no, I'm gonna try to get my chair set up. And I was like, and I've took <clears> all of my lounge fly off my shelves because I was filming TikToks with them. So my shelves might be empty though for the live stream. All we'll right. see if they get back up or not. <laughs> so moving on, also summertime. They're not sure when this is. They're 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 they're, they're saying this could be anywhere from may to mid-june they like to open a lot of big things in the parks in may so um guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind it's the the, the longest i guess roller coaster longest marvel themed roller coaster it's an omni mover system it actually spins around while it goes i believe it goes backwards too i i and there's also a show built into this roller coaster as well it sounds like a lot of really cool things and rumors are that's almost done so they might actually open it a lot earlier if they've seen how the summer's going they need to, to lean on it to go but that's what are you guys' thoughts on that it looks huge from the pictures i've seen i'm excited for this um obviously i haven't seen a whole lot on it they've done a few little videos that's been put out so it, it and it might be completely different time it actually comes out and I really fully get to see it, but it kind of reminds me of the Gringotts ride at uh, Universal, the okay. way the track and the at least like the track and the um, car is like the ride car, um, and then it kind of has a story and they they're able to swivel and move as well. So that's kind of what I'm picturing, and it's one of my favorite rides at Universal. So mine too. Yeah. So I that, that's exactly okay what I that. picture. Brianna, is that Spider Gwen in your hand? It's the little Spider Gwen that I found at Five Below. <laughs> That's cool. This is my I, bad shopping habits. <laughs> Why do I have her? I don't know. She was $5. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I remember when Brooke used to be on here. She 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 actually cosplays this as as Spider Gwen, and I thought it was yes. pretty cool. So, so yeah, we have that going there. I lost my notes again because I clicked on something else. Um, then they're saying late twenty twenty, late twenty twenty two, not a, you know, probably in the winter time or um, maybe late fall, early winter. Winter is an Arendelle themed land coming to Hong Kong. Which mm-hmm. will yeah, cool. I mean, you don't like Arendelle. I think it could be not in Hong Kong. No, no, yeah, that's true. <laughs> the the rumor is that they want to do that same thing at Disneyland. They want to they want to uh, take out a few um, attractions that I think would piss off a lot of people to mm-hmm. bring in an Arendelle. Which um, I get it. Change change should happen, but if you're going to take out the submarines and the Autopia cars to do it, then I I don't know if it's worth it. Or even the monorail. They have to reroute the monorail yet again, so it'd be down for years. Oh God. Uh, yeah. yeah, Disneyland does not have the have the luxuries everyone else to have all this extra room to to, to yeah. do stuff. So. I do love Disneyland, but yeah, I'm sitting here thinking. I was like, with the limited amount of space, I don't know if it's fully wise to just keep putting in such specific lands. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you need to be a little more diverse with everything. I'm not totally yeah. against it, but I just feel like it's not the best move. I don't know. Right. I don't get paid for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, th- Sam, thoughts on? You already said you don't. It's in Hong Kong, so. <laughs> well, honestly, I I don't know. Like, I think it's overkill to do an entire Arendelle themed land. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the Norway Pavilion at Epcot is enough frozen for me, <laughs> and it's just got like just the meet and greet and their summer house and the ride. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can do a ride without having to fully immerse the entire land in one specific film. Yeah, yeah. I don't. There's no real lands of. I've. I can't think of any park that has like a a land based on a specific, like one IP. You know what I mean? And, so I mean, and right. like Arendelle isn't anything spectacular. Like, right? It's the castle right. and some mountains. So I mean, it's yeah. Yeah, and at some point. Kids are gonna slowly forget about (laughs) forget about Frozen and move on to the next big movie. Um, When we have Marvel and Star Wars, obviously there's multiple movies, multiple projects coming out that keep people interested. Over, yeah, Galaxy's Edge. Okay, so there's there's a land right there that is based off a movie, but still not. It's like, but it's based off like a franchise. Yeah. Yeah, Which has been going over decades, so it's like you know people are continually getting new content to keep interested, unless they're right. going to start putting out twenty, you know, uh, Frozen movies over the next God, twenty I years. Like, yeah. I, I just, and I mean, it, obviously, it is very popular and it's stayed very popular, but like, when you know, ten years down the road, they they come out with a new princess that everyone loves, and Elsa's pushed aside, and then there's this little Arendelle in Disneyland where there's you know limited space, and they definitely have enough room to put a Frozen ride in and right. other things rather than a whole land. Yeah, I don't think it would be worth the investment. I think throughout this year, we run. should. I think throughout this year, we should pick on this show like every couple of weeks where we just like take a land and. Like tear it apart and build it back up what we think it should be. I think that'd be fun. So like an armchair imagineering. There we go. Yeah. Sunday, yeah, Sunday morning our imagineer, something like that. <laughs> um the last thing on the list is they're not even sure it'll be 2022, but they're 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 hoping it can be is the Tron life cycle, which I guess is is 
almost done again. Rumor is it's almost done too, or it's close to mm-hmm. being done. Yeah, it's close. They just don't know if they're going to hold off because 2023 is, um, <clears throat> is uh 100th anniversary of Walt Disney company. So mm-hmm. they're, they're, I'm not sure what they will do, what kind of things will be done for that. Um, the video I watched where I got this information did say, which was DSNY newscast. Check out Jack. He has an awesome channel where I got this information from. He's he's awesome. But um, he did say that um, on March 9th is the shareholders meeting to where they'll make a lot of announcements, a lot of big announcements for for the upcoming years. And also in September this year, D23 comes back to, to uh, Anaheim. Yes. So they might hold off Tron till after that, even – they might even hold off the guardians of the galaxy ride and say, Oh, it opens next week or something like that to just have that big announcement there for the, cause you don't really know how much, how much they have built have put into what they're going to do in the future right now, because of, did they change all their, their construction plans because of COVID obviously. So that was, what, what are their big announcements going to be stuff they already have done, which I think could possibly be it too. So thoughts on that. Yeah. Well, I kind of feel like that was, what was that other D, uh, D23 event they did in Florida a couple months ago. Oh, what was that? It's like, uh, it's the same idea, but it's yeah, just not as, yeah. It's smaller, and I just yeah. feel like, and nothing against it, and I, all the uh, it, um, news was, like, making me happy, but 95% of the news was like, this is finally coming back. Yeah, we're like, hey, guys, we're continuing with the, with the ideas that we had three years ago. Yeah, like, gonna, there was re- nothing truly new. Yeah. So, like, I am very, like, I'm sad because this is probably going to be my first D23. And I'm like, what am I actually going to get? Like, right. Not that it's for me, but, you know, still. I'll, be, I'll bet you this one's going to be a lot more of what's what's coming, like, in years. You know what I mean? Not yeah. like next, you know. So we'll see. I mean, it's fun to sit here and, and, and imagine and hope. But uh, <laughs> They so can completely blow us out of the water, too. And they oh, could. Yeah. And they could. I mean. Like, they making- did three years ago. Yeah, Genie Plus, you know, maybe it's making all the money they need to make. So, I mean, maybe they're going to have the money they need to do what they need to do. Because I'll tell you right now, from seeing the wait lines at any of these parks, that and I will buy Genie Plus whenever I go because I will get half all my stuff done in the morning and then just relax the rest of the day. (laughs) I saw something on a a mice chat, I think, was reporting that people were waiting like double the wait time because of the lightning lanes, which – I'm sure it really yeah, backed up yeah. lines. I mean, I think we really realized how fast lines can move without the priority line. Um, and then obviously right now we're just getting out of the holiday season and the biggest crowds Disney always has. Like And and Fresh Bake did a video a couple of weeks, not last week, and he actually stood at Monsters, Inc. and in, in DCA. And he watched. They let nine regular guests in to 65 people mm-hmm. from the lightning lane so yeah. uh, i mean it should be a little more comfy sam yeah <laughs> we, we're all relaxing here um, yeah i will never forget the time this. i just rode dinosaur at um, animal kingdom and it was a pretty short wait. i think it was listed at like maybe 20 minutes and they had fast passes open at the time and my friend and i had an extra fast pass to use and i was like well do we want to use it on this so we can just walk on and she's like no let's use it on something else they would stop the regular guest. Like there was no one in the fast pass line because there was fast passes still available. 
If they saw someone enter the fast pass line, they would stop the regular guests, let those people completely walk through the fast pass line, get up to the front, go in, and then they would let three or four more people in. If they saw someone else, like at the door, like they would be going through yeah. switchbacks and walking all the way through the line, and we just had to stop for them and watch like these people go in. So that's, slowed that's it down so much. The, the like, Space Mountain, the Space Mountain at Disneyland is like that. You'll come up to it where you think you're about to get inside the building, and they just let in a hundred freaking fast <laughs> Like shit, you know. It's like Sorry. damn, you know. But, it's yeah. the same way for uh, for Space Mountain at Walt Disney World too. But you have two. Aren't there two? There's two sides. There's two, there's there's two, two sides. sides. Yeah, That's there's cool. two sides. That's cool. That's gotta be really, really big. It's yeah, it's pretty big. I mean, I also just feel like I mean, the wooden coaster and the cars are smaller because they're. On the floor, one one row person. Right, right. <laughs> I think I want to do that this year too because we'll just talk about this year and stuff. I want to actually like talk to you guys because you guys go there and like, compare like Big Thunder Mountain, like like break it down like how how different is it or is it or is it different at all? You know, so mm -hmm. yeah. So we'll do. I, I have a lot of th ideas in my head. I have a lot of guest ideas in my head. A lot of stuff, just social media ideas in my head. It's just all right here, and I just need someone <laughs> to help me get it out there. So that's what you guys are for. So, oh great, yeah. he wants to use us to purge. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. Okay, so, Sam, let's hit us. Hit us with your uh, Imagineer focus slash daily reading. I like it. Though. Okay, buckle in, children. Yes. Okay. Uh, advice today uh, is about goal setting and, and goals in general. And this was written by Dave Crawford, who was the principal mechanical engineer and a show, show ride for Imagineering, a show ride engineer. Holy cow. Got it. Okay. Setting goals before and during the creative process enhances your project results. It's important to make sure your goal and any upfront assumptions of how to get to that goal are realistic. Answering the following questions will help you create and set a direction for your goals. What are the absolute bottom line requirements for the project? What are the upfront assumptions of how to meet the goal or set the direction? Are they correct? What short-term and long-term goals need to be established? Who needs to know the goals? What questions need to be asked? Is there a way to clarify or revise the goals at any time? What can you learn from setting goals? I learned the importance of this exercise on a project for developing a simple motion-based platform for a virtual reality-based 3D video game. I wonder if that was like Disney Quest type situation. Okay, continuing on. Our requirement was to use the main actuators to shake the platform at a very high frequency. In asking about the project goal, I discovered that the designers wanted the actuators to vibrate the floor of the motion base to make it feel as though a huge snake was sliding under the floorboards, scraping the boards with its scales. This revised the goal from install high-frequency response actuators to make it feel as though a snake is sliding under the floor, opening up a whole range of realistic cost and time-effective options. Goals help you stay on track. Short and long-term goals work together, assisting you to know where the project is to go, desired end result, and how it will get there. The key is to make sure the goals inspire and don't distract from your creative journey. So, um, for me, goal setting is super important. And 
I feel like a lot of people don't do it. A lot of adults don't do it. We teach kids in school to to be goal setters now and to reflect on their goals and we give them opportunities to do that and to discuss them. And we have data meetings one-on-one with kids. Um, And as teachers, we set goals all the time. Um, And, you know, we're graded on those goals. That's how we're paid is on those goals. So it's something that I'm very familiar with. But when you think about it, how often do you actually sit down in life and plan out goals as an adult? That's true. It's very true. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and when you do made a couple for work and that was like it. And I was actually, when you were talking about that, I'm just like, yeah, do I do this? I'm like, no, no, I don't. Like, <laughs> but when you I don't do even it, make New Year's resolutions because I'm like, nah, I don't want to fail. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, then, but that that's you don't part, let yourself uh, down, <laughs> right? Well, like the the Spider Man quote now: expect disappointment, and you'll never be disappointed. <laughs> I'm taking this on a wrong turn. I'm sorry, okay, but Brianna, no, no, that's, that's actually good, great. I'm glad that you said this. Though. I'm glad that you said this, especially the New Year's resolution part, because yes, the New Year's resolution that's like your desired end goal. The reason that so many people do not make their new year's resolutions is because they don't provide an action plan for themselves. They don't set along the way goals to get themselves there. They just say, Hey, I'm going to lose a hundred pounds. Okay. How are you going to do that? How are you going to check in with yourself to make sure you're doing it? What kind of accountability is there going to be? So that's kind of what this Imagineering piece was talking about is saying, yeah, you have your big picture, but you still have to find the stepping stones along the way. And you have to plan for those before you even begin. So goal setting isn't just about the end result. It's about all the results you can find in between. It's fair. I like it. Mike, drop. <laughs> Sam, out. There we go. Brianna, you look so comfortable there. I am. While you, ha- while you have a second, tell us about our sponsor. The oh, way I'm only so David, busy. Would, David would. <laughs> the would, way, would, oh, well, I'm already leaning back, so I, I can't know, really, you, you know, go much further. I can like it all myself. <laughs> um, yeah, so our sponsor will get you anywhere on this new, wonderful new year, hopefully in a safe way. If you start to travel and use our sponsor, be safe because Omicron is everywhere. But even <laughs> it's so like i know so many people that are like like i feel so awful i think you just need to get it at this point and be hoping just to get over honestly it, you know i mean? was like you know pretty much everyone i know just kind of has a cold maybe i should just like no yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like build up Give my immunity here yeah. i've already boosted so okay. yeah. but anyway so if you are taking your proper precautions and ready to plan a trip for maybe some warmer months where we are not riddled with uh, viruses make sure you call getaway today to help you plan your disney world walt disney world disneyland trips and they help you as little or as much as you need uh if you're like me and hate talking to people you can go right online and book all of your stuff through them still get discounts and bundles that will help you out all you have to do is either click our link in our show description or forget to do that and go to their comment section and make sure you comment that you Walt's apartment sent you. If you call them, make sure you also tell them that Walt's apartment sent you. You can also click the link in the show notes of this podcast and it'll take you right to the page where it says Walt's apartment (laughs) guest. So yeah, you can do that too. So yes, check out getawaytoday.com. And get you some. 
Thank you, you Sam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to wrap it up here in just a few minutes, but we got to do a little Disney Parks. Did you know, Sam? Give me something. Give me Did a you taste know? of something. Well, I'm sure you already knew this, but you know Disney has resident cats, right? Yes. Like a yes. bajillion <laughs> of them. Yeah. So something that Disney does as um, rodent control is they have cats that just live on property. Uh, sometimes you'll see them. You're, they usually come out a lot more at night. They I wonder how they get them back. The how the how they get how they get them put away for the for the day. I don't think they do. Do they? Oh, maybe they just mm-hmm. they just come back. They just come out at night, or I was like, you'll see some during the day. Yeah, I've there's, seen them during the day. I've seen, and there's some Instagram pages for them. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, the cats are awesome. So that's my rodent control. Is it's kind of funny yes. that a park that was that was based around a mouse has <laughs> cats that cats come out running at night around to get rid of mice. Okay, that's fair. Okay, Brianna, give us a little something. Yeah, so uh, Disneyland has what is called dark water. Actually, probably Walt Disney World as well. And this is kind of how they dye the water and their water-based uh, attractions to make it look how they want. You know, hide all of the. Um, gears equipment at the yeah. bottoms um so this is usually used um like on jungle cruise uh storybook canals um pirates probably has a little bit um rivers of america and this just kind of gives it more of they're trying to give it more of that look of how it should be looking right. like naturally yep. but it is all man-made yes it is we like to dye our water Love it, love it, love it. So last thing I have here for you. That happens in Chicago, too. I was going to say, just like Chicago. Don't they do that? Do they do that all the time? Or they just do that for for St. Patrick's Day, right? St. Patrick's Day, they dye the river green. Yeah. Um, They've dyed it like when the Cubs have won, like the World Series or whatever. No, not very often. (laughs) Not like consistently, I guess would be. I was making fun of the Cubs there. Oh, I get what you mean. (laughs) Sorry. So like once in the past hundred years, Sam, that's it. <laughs> okay. Moving wow. on. Let's talk about some. Wow. I didn't know you were wow. a Cubs fan. Good to know. Okay. So the Cubs baseball. She's doing that freaking bill face <laughs> right now where she doesn't move at all. So she's just... <laughs> all right. Moving on to some Disneyland food facts. Um, <clears throat> Disneyland resort guests consume approximately 350, 350,000 apples each year. Is this like an apple? Oh, you know, I get, forgot they make like chocolate covered apples. I, I said, yeah, just in like apple slices. Apples. Like, no, I eat these all the um, time. I don't know why I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> says if the 3.8 million churros that are consumed each year at the Disneyland Resort were laid end to end, they would stretch <laughs> 954 miles. That's a lot of damn churros. <laughs> Um, last thing Disneyland Resort guests consume 860,000 Mickey Mouse shaped pretzels annually so that is my Disney Parks Did You Know and um, that's going to bring us to the end of our show Sam is uh, what you looking for you looking for something Chicago Cub related I think (laughs) I am I was looking to grab the picture of when I got to be their bat kid oh (laughs) there you go (laughs) Nice. And I got to sit in the dugout and get all their autographs. And... Nice. Was that like Sammy so, yes, Sosa? I'm was a it Sammy Sosa era? Was it around Sammy Sosa time? Or... I have his autograph and I have a nice. picture of me and him. Nice. 
he cheated though, you know, right? You know, cork. This was it was 2003. Okay. That's so cool though. That's, that's awesome. That's the that was the year. Oh, really? With with the, with the with the the Steve guy and the Paul and the Oh, poor Steve, that guy, man. <laughs> the most hated guy I think in the world probably or in sports. Okay. Yeah, this is not a sports podcast, but we'll yeah. move on. Let's wrap this up because we got to go record our Sorry. live stream that I actually remembered that we have to do the show other live stream. So what? thank you, Brianna. Thank you, Sam, for joining us this week. We'll be back in two weeks with some more Disney Parks fun. And from all of us here at the Extra Magic Hour, we hope you have a magical day. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.